Today we're talking about how to change your life in a year as an INFJ. I asked you guys on Instagram to give me some topic ideas and then we actually did a poll and this was the number one pick. So you all wanted to know how to go after my life purpose, how to create the life that I want as an INFJ, how to stay consistent with my goals. And this topic is my biggest passion because I have figured out throughout the years how to do that for myself when it was so difficult for me for the longest time. And I understood that as an INFJ, we need different things than what the mainstream media is telling us. And throughout the last years, you know, those were the things that I was coaching the most. So of course, there's a lot of knowledge, there's a lot of experience on what works for INFJs. And today we're really going to narrow it down so you understand what to do to start that process right away to help you to go to the next level and to feel like you're in complete control of how you create the INFJ epic life on your terms. Before we get started, remember the next bootcamp round is starting in November. So make sure you sign up for the waiting list. You get access to the early bird prize. You get notified when we go live and it's always a great experience with so many INFJs. And you know, there's so many success stories that I love hearing and you know, people experience this over and over and they keep coming back because it's lifetime access. So I see the benefit it all has. So today I want to give you a glimpse into the strategies that we use so you can start that process today. All the information on the bootcamp and our free material, everything you need to know, you find in the links in the description. So first things first, why is it so hard for INFJs to stay consistent with their goals? One of the main reasons is that we as INFJs are very cerebral beings meaning we have great ideas, we have a vision, we feel how great something could be, but our execution isn't that refined. It is difficult for us to take the steps to make certain things happen because we don't like to take a lot of action. Other types, ESTPs for example, are all about taking action and they might have to learn how to set a right vision for themselves so they use all the energy and all the drive they have in the real world towards a goal and a vision that makes sense for them. We have that vision very often. We have a certain idea of how things should feel and what is the right move for us. But the steps that will actually get us further down that road, this is what we need to work on. And this is what I'm here to help you with. I figured out how to do that for myself, actually through a lot of pain, to understanding that all the things I wanted to do uh, aren't going to get me where I want to be. And I have to do the painful thing, but you don't have to do the things that people tell you to do. You don't have to work 14 hours a day. You don't have to become somebody else. You don't have to deny what you want. We just have to make sure that we do a couple of things consistently. And then you'll see that there's a momentum behind it, that you don't have to put that much effort into it. A great metaphor that I love to use in this scenario is imagine a cornfield and all your life you've gone down this one path and that path has been walked on like thousands of times. It's a flat, like little path, it's easy to go through. And now you want to change something. That means you have to create a new path and creating that new path will require energy. It is more difficult to go down that path because you first have to lay it flat. You maybe have to cut something. You have to figure out where to go and it's going to be more difficult than staying on that old path. But once you've established that path, it's going to be just as easy to go down that path 
it's actually going to be way easier because now you're going into a direction that gives you more and more energy when before you were going down a path that actually drained you more. It's all about like the dynamics that you have in your relationships. It's the job that you have. It's the situation that you live in, the toxic environments that you might put yourself in because you don't see another way out. That is all because everything that we see is beside this path that we have created. So in order to create that new path, we have to do a couple of things. The first thing is that we have to look at our reality and accept it the way it is. One of the things that I always say that is very helpful is to ask yourself, what if it never got any better? So you look at all of your areas of life. I like to use the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. So physical energy management, relationship, wealth management, vocation, so your purpose, and then priority management. And to ask yourself, where am I in these situations? And not look at, oh, how great things could be in a year, or once this thing happens, that's going to get me out of my reality, but actually to look at the things, how they are right now. How is your physical energy? Do you feel energized or do you feel sluggish? What if it never got any better? How are your relationships? Are you happy? Do you have toxic relationship with friends or with family? Do you have the romantic relationship that you're looking for? And to really be honest with you with how things are right now. And to ask yourself, how would it be if it never got any better? You continue with wealth management. How is your current situation? How happy are you with your wealth management? What about your vocation? What about your purpose? Are you living that? And are you setting the right priorities in your life? Are you spending the time on the things that matter to you? Or is life just happening and you don't even have any control? And I know you might say, oh, this is scary. I don't even want to go there. This is so depressing. But trust me, you have to be aware of what your life currently is and to understand that if you're not changing anything, it's going to stay this way. And that in itself is not a tragedy because once you actually feel the pain of, oh, this is how life actually could be, you get to feel the pain. You get to grieve the life that you wish you had. Because once you start grieving and once you start feeling the pain, you can start healing it. We as INFJs are great escape artists. We can think of, oh, life could be so great and we forget how life actually is. But if we're not able to tap into that, we cannot change it. That doesn't mean that you have to wallow in it. That doesn't mean that you have to suffer all the time, but you have to accept life as it is right now and not the way you would want it to be. For me, that meant when I started my journey, it meant that I admitted to myself that I thought my life was boring, that I didn't like the way I lived, that I didn't like the relationship dynamics I had, that I thought it was all dull and dark and, you know, just boring altogether. And then the next step was to actually appreciate what I already have. So to look at all of those situations that you thought were so horrible and then to see the beauty in them, to recognize, oh, you know, it could be worse and I do have a roof over my head. I do have enough money to make sure that I can buy the things to eat that I want. 
I do have, you know, my family around. Like all of those things that we take for granted. And I know gratitude is like this airy fairy concept and nobody takes it seriously, but it is super important. This is not just about like, oh, it's going to make you feel good. No, this is all about real life action. This is all about real life consequences. If you're not able to look at your life and to look at the things that you like about that life, you're not going to be able to make more of that. Like I always like to say, imagine 89% of your days suck and 2% are good. Maybe it's the morning coffee you have with a friend before work. Maybe that's all there is. You have to focus on those 2% and expand them. Because the more you focus on those 89% that suck, the sooner they are going to become 99%. We can only improve what we already have. We can only make our life better if we tap into what is already exciting, happy, beautiful, and make more out of it. And if you say nothing about my life is exciting, well, think of like the best thing or the least worst thing and tap into that and create that energy more and more. So think how you feel when you drink that coffee and start thinking in that way even half an hour before that, half an hour after that, right? That's what gratitude is all about. Understanding what you actually like about your life in any kind of way, even if it's that tiny little bit. For INFJs, that's super important because we have to live the reality that we're creating. We have to combine our image of where you want to be and what reality all is about right now, right? I mean, I always say these things are completely, you know, they're not together, But we have to find a way how we can move our reality towards that vision of ours. And if we cannot see anything good in our reality, we're always going to look for an escape plan. But that escape plan is all about forgetting who you are and, you know, just leaving yourself and going somewhere else. And this just doesn't work, right? You are yourself and you're always going to be yourself and you have to start with your life. And that's why I always say, Check those different pillars and then set goals for yourself and set smart goals and set them before you feel like them. So, you know, set out to get a better job, set out to create something in your life that allows you to tap into your purpose. Look into the relationships that you're already living and see how you can improve upon them, how you can have this uncomfortable conversation with a family member, how you can start dating and you take it from a perspective of, I am somebody who's dating and not so much about, I need to find this perfect person. I want to be in control of my life. And that means that I have to overcome all of those hurdles that are keeping me from creating that path. And know that of course this path is going to be difficult in the beginning, but I promise you it's not going to stay this way. So don't let this be a hurdle when it comes to creating what you want. You know, we always start talking about physical energy management in bootcamp, for example, because you have to be aware that in order to create the life that you want, you need to improve your physical energy as much as possible. You need to be able to be as energized as you possibly can in order to make those shifts happen. You don't have to be another personality type. You don't have to be able to do all the things. We're INFJs. We just have to do the right things, right? Not all the things. But we have to make sure that when it comes to my situation, how can I improve my energy? And that might mean that you work on your sleep. That might mean that you work through meditation on creating a more structured 
view of your life, right? This also creates more energy because your thoughts are not cluttered everywhere, but they're focused on what you want. It's also about decluttering your life. Like if you want to know more about all the things you can do when it comes to physical energy management, you know, go get that poster. You have a list there, the links in the description, you can download it after this video. But the point is to understand that it's necessary and you're not, you know, working out or sleeping well, or, you know, going into nutrition because everybody else is doing it or because it's cool or because it's healthy. I mean, this could be a reason, but very often that's not reason enough for us INFJs. But if you know, I need to improve my energy because I need energy to create that new life, you're much more likely to do that. And then you actually start setting goals and then you start tracking what you're doing. If you're not tracking, you cannot really improve. Meaning, let's say you want to save money and you go through life and you say, I want to save more money or I want to spend less money or, you know, I want to get a new job, but it's very vague, right? We need a very specific goal as in, I want to have saved $5,000 by January, 2023. And I will do this by, you know, saving, let's say $2,000 by the end of next month, then another thousand and then one in January, just as an example, right? You set those goals and then you start tracking what is coming in. If you're not tracking, you're going to forget about this part in your life. You're just going to, because your default state, in this example is somebody who doesn't care about saving. It's something that's on your mind, but most of the time you're not thinking about it. And when life happens, it gets you out of that mode. And this is not just about saving. It's also maybe about dating. Like, you know, let's say you would want to start dating and you're on an online platform. It could be a great goal to say, I'm going to talk to at least one person once a week. That's my goal. And I'm tracking that. It's not in your control if you're going to find somebody, you know, this is just something that is going to happen if you stick with it. But what is in your control is that you talk to one person a week. Same thing with getting a new job. You don't have the control if that one company is going to take you. What you do have control over though is, am I sending out one application a week? Am I improving my resume every week, right? Those are things that you can set as goals, as smart goals. You can track them and you can improve upon them. And this goes for all the areas that are important in your life. As INFJs, this is super important. And if there's one thing I want you to take away from this video is that you shouldn't expect too much of yourself. This is probably the biggest mistake most INFJs make. They look at their own pace and they think I'm way too slow. I should be able to do more. I'm never satisfied with what I put out there. And because of that, we're actually staying in our own way because we're expecting ourselves to be somebody that we're not. We don't have to do all the things. Like I want you to understand this. Our superpower is that we have a vision of what could be right. We have a vision of direction where things could get better. So we don't have to send out a hundred applications a week. Maybe one is enough. But what is most important here is to understand what gets you out of your comfort zone, but doesn't overwhelm you. If you set out to write three applications a week or to talk to three people online while you're dating and you're never able to do that, then understand you're setting your goals too high at that moment. And that's totally fine, right? It's totally fine to have a goal of speaking to one person or to have a goal of, okay, I'm just going to look at that side because that already makes me uncomfortable and I'm staying with this and acclimatizing to it or saying, 
you know, I'm moving forward in my job application process and I'm writing one paragraph of my, you know, cover letter a week. There is no step that is too small because most importantly, we have to figure out where we are, how much we can do, and then to improve upon that with, let's say, around 4%. That is the golden rule, challenging ourselves to do a little bit better than what we're currently able to. When I first started this channel, I was my biggest cheerleader for the smallest things, right? It was all about, yes, you got up today. Yes, you took a shower. Yes, you put up your camera. Because doing all of that on a Sunday when I was doing something only for myself super hard. You can't even compare it to getting up on Monday and going to work. That felt normal because it's your default state, because it's things that you have created. It's that path that you already walked. But creating a new path psychologically is difficult. It's mental load. And you have to give yourself the grace of understanding that it is difficult and not to expect of yourself to do all of those things and all like right away because then you're always going to feel like a failure. But we do want to experience success stories every single day. So we have to aim for what you're able to do right now and not judge yourself for it because there is no step that is small enough. I promise you, you're going to start feeling better and better if you go about that process in this way and you don't judge yourself. Hopefully this channel and like the community and more and more of the INFJ community overall is showing you that we as INFJs have a very unique way of improving. You know, we're all about that exponential learning curve and that's going to help us to move into the direction that we want. But we can only make that happen if we're okay with taking those small steps consistently and we master the art of showing up. Remember, if you want to know more about this, get the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. Definitely sign up for the waiting list for the next bootcamp round. This is always an amazing experience and I see all the benefits that it all brings. I'm excited for all the INFJs that are going to join us in the next round and I'm equally as excited about all the INFJ alumni who keep coming back because you can do this process no matter where you are in your journey. And with every level that you reach, you can tap into the five pillars and approve upon your current situation. And before you know it, you've created a life that is completely different than the life you had a year ago. It's a total upgrade. And the best part about it is it's an upgrade on your terms. You are more excited about your life. You are proud of your life. You are proud of the steps that you're taking. And that's the best feeling in the world. So I'm excited to see you all there. You know, get the poster to get some more ideas. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on the exceptional learning curve of the INFJ. 